Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Today's episode is all about how you can fix your hormones. Whether you're still getting your period or perimenopausal, menopausal or postmenopausal, I'm going to be sharing with you the foundations that you need in order to see some massive shifts and to balance your hormones. These are the essential things that often don't get talked about, but are really important if you want to see some changes in your hormones and feel like your hormones are really serving you and helping you and you want to do that with more speed and more ease. I'm going to be diving into some of the practical actions you can take. So have a pen, have some paper, take some notes, because even if you just apply one of these things that I share in today's episode, it's really going to help your hormones. Yay. So this is a juicy one. I've taken it from the Well Woman community that I have been running and coaching community. So it's the masterclass that I did this week. And I actually thought I finished it a couple of hours ago and thought, this is a great masterclass. Let's just put it on the podcast. So even if you've not signed up there, this masterclass can really help you because your hormones are really designed, I think, not to be this curse, but to really help you and bless you and really be of service to you. But it's really normal, air quotes, normal to have struggling, awful hormones. And that doesn't need to be the case. So that's what we're talking about today. And otherwise, in other news, well, many things have been happening here, dear podcast friends. Um, just, just so much happened. Spring is springing and there's just lots of exciting things afoot. So I just completed the shift retreat, which was incredible. Incredible. It was in this like lovely, massive Scottish house. We could see the sea. We went for cold dip. We had lots of cacao, did meditation, we did yoga, we had chats, we laughed, we cried, we ate incredible food, we did some, had pond water and gentle detox thing, we ate chocolate, we ate some cake. It was such a great blend. And I know I'm just, I'm sorting through all the feedback now from everyone who came, but just the impact that it has as something about these in-person um, small groups. There was only like six of us in total. And I, I I think this year anyway, I'm going to keep retreats on the smaller side because that's just, I prefer that as opposed to like 25 people all coming. Um, something really intimate and really powerful about retreating together and um, regulating our nervous systems. We did a lot of meditation. I shared a lot of somatic practices, meditation, nervous system regulation. We did some gentle detoxing. We just did so much stuff. And the feedback I'm already getting is just like, oh my goodness, I came to this scared and leaving it really impacted and so glad that I made the choice to come. So proud of themselves that they invested the money and the time into it. So I'll share more formal feedback with that. But if you are interested in coming to a retreat, then you can go to keziahall.com forward slash wait. I'm just figuring out the next dates. Um, so you can, if you if you know you just want to come to a retreat and nothing else, then you could go to keziahall.com forward slash wait. 
but I am planning on incorporating a retreat with my clients. So if you come and work with me and get, we get started working together at the end, starting the end of March, beginning of April, if you come and join me in the Well Woman Accelerator, which is the new name for working with me on a one-to-one basis, if I get enough people starting to work with me during the next couple of weeks, then I'm going to include a retreat as a bonus just for that. So that is probably the best way to do it. So we'll work together closely in this one-to-one program with all your personalized program, lab tests, all these kind of things, and then also have a retreat together. It'll be somewhere in central Scotland, either, yeah, some of the details are still to be ironed out, but I really want to bring more of this fusion and blend of um, the online consultations that we do on a week to each basis because they're so easy to fit into your life, so convenient. And my clients have seen incredible results from doing that. So this isn't just This isn't because you need anything else. It's just really fun to actually meet in person. And especially from a nervous system regulation and an inspiration and a just a rest and nourishment perspective, it's really nice to meet in person. So when you come and work with me, if enough people join in March, like I need enough people to run a retreat because if one person comes, then (laughs) can't really do a retreat with one person. But I need it, we'll need at least three new one-to-one clients and then I'll run a retreat in June with them. And I think that's the current plan. So if you want one-to-one support, you want to come on a retreat, you want to do the lab testing, you want a complete overhaul. And so that come the end of June, your, most of your symptoms have just disappeared and you feel like the best version of yourself than like better than you have felt in years. Come and work with me. So you can find out more about working with me if you don't know already at keziahall.com forward slash accelerator, or just go to keziahall.com. You'll see a work with me tab at the top of the menu. Just click on that at keziahall.com because accelerators may be slightly difficult to spell. And then the main thing that you need to do to get started with that is go is book your clarity call. That is how we start this process. It's a free complimentary consultation to check that the accelerator program that working with me privately is the best option for you. Because if it's not, I'll recommend and refer you on to something else. So if you are needing some clarity, if you're thinking about working with me, if you know you want to get started, then the place to get started is at a clarity call. So booking your call in at keziahall.com forward slash book. And then we can talk about your one-to-one program, what that might look like. You can ask more about the retreat, all of these kind of things. But if you're wanting to work with me and come along to a retreat, then at the moment, this is the best way to do it. If you know you just want to do a retreat and you don't want to do any of the other consultation work, then you can go to keziahall.com forward slash wait. W-A-I-T, just to get on the retreat wait list. But at the moment, what is the best way to do it is, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Let's backtrack. Working with me, coming to work with me in March and April means that will be the next retreat happening in June. So keziahall.com forward slash book to book in that call. Or if you just go to my website, keziahall.com, click the work with me page. It should be obvious there. You can read it through, see if it resonates, see if it makes sense. Um, And I'm also offering extended payment plans. So you can get started from 275 a month on the extended payment plan. So really making this as flexible as possible for you. And if you're like, well, how do I know if it's for me? Then if you want to fix your belly, your gut health, your hormones, or your energy in the next 12 weeks, that's what the Well Woman Accelerator is for. That's what working with with me is for. If you want to see 80 to 90% of your symptoms disappear in the next 12 weeks, 
that's what's coming to work with me for. If you want to make all of this progress, but you want to do it with more speed and more ease, so you want results faster and easier, come and work with me. That's what this is for. So if any of those sound appealing, that is what the Well Woman Accelerator, the new name for my one-to-one program is for. So keziahall.com forward slash book. We'll chat it through, check it's the right fit, and then we'll take it from there. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. This is the how to balance, how to fix your hormones. So this workshop, I'm going to be diving into some of the practical foundations that you need if you want to bring balance to your hormones. And these are the things that make a big difference and are re- really are foundational. So it's not like this is going to be the 100% most comprehensive masterclass of every single thing that can help your hormones. But I do really want to make sure that we get the, ho- the foundations right because all of the other like supplements and other strategies out there might be really, really useful, but it's really dependent on you having the right foundations in place. And if you don't have the right foundations in place, then sometimes these things, all this other stuff just falls flat and you get frustrated and you feel annoyed because it's not working because you're putting in the effort and nothing is changing because you're feeling like you're exercising, you're meditating, you're trying to eat healthier, you've spent a lot of money on supplements, yet your periods are still awful, your menopause is still mental, you're still gaining weight, you're unable to lose weight, it's heavy, it's horrible, all the things. So I am, if we haven't met each other much, if you're new to this group, hi, I'm Kezia Hall, I'm a holistic nutritionist, and I work with women all the time about their hormones and their period, and entering that perimenopause stage, you know, I always think of like classic perimenopause is like the, the weight gain, people's cycles suddenly being disrupted, so like suddenly just stuff changing. But I also work with a lot of people just having miserable periods and also women postmenopausal that are maybe struggling with their energy, with their weight, with their gut health, with their bone health as well. So your hormones are really designed to be your superpower. But for most of us, when it comes to our hormones and to our cycles, it's just a struggle. Your, it's, it doesn't feel like a blessing. It feels like a curse and something that just gets in the way of your life. And you can fix that. You can. And most of the time in conventional medicines, our options to deal with problematic hormones are the pill, a hysterectomy, or sometimes antidepressants, even though that has nothing to do with actual hormones. It's more just if we're struggling with PMS and anxiety. So those, we don't really have many options in conventional medicine. If you don't want to take the pill, or maybe you can't because you don't feel great, or you know all the side effects of the pill, and you're like, I don't want to have increased risk of gastrointestinal issues. I don't want to get all these nutrient depletions. If that isn't a path you want to take, and you also maybe don't want to just remove an entire organ, then you're in the right place. I'm going to share with you some of the things, the holistic practices and things that you can really do, what to eat. We're going to look at nutrition and look at holistic lifestyle practices that can really help to balance and support your hormones. So if you are here live, let me know. But also if you're watching the replay, just put in hashtag replay and all the questions that I ask, listen along like this was live because I'm going to ask for a bit of feedback and I will come back and also check for any questions. Just realized Wearing a stripy shirt is maybe, it's making it look like some sort of like illusion. I'll maybe spread my scarf out, otherwise you're all going to get like dizzy from from stripes. 
There we go. I know it's going to make me dizzy. Okay, so that is what we are looking at. And that is what I do as a holistic nutritionist. And also it's worth saying my own hormones, I really came to this because my own hormones were awful. Like they were really irregular, incredibly painful. So I needed a bunch of medication for about two to three days just to be able to function. If I ever got caught out without medication, I'd just kind of need to sit in a ball. Um, they were painful, they were heavy, they were all over the place. And just my, just throughout my cycle, everything was, was just very roller coastery. Now, despite having lots of kids and probably more stress potentially in my life, my hormones are, my cycle is regular. My periods aren't heavy. They're not painful. Like I can tell they're happening, but I don't need medication for them. I can carry on with my life and I actually really enjoy my cycle. I really enjoy when I start to bleed. I really feel, enjoy the different seasons of my cycle and I feel like they are my superpower. Um, and that didn't take a crazy amount of work, to be honest. So I wanna share that with you here. Your, fixing your hormones is probably closer than you think. So what we're gonna cover is, um, we are gonna look at what the hormones are, what we're actually addressing. We're gonna be looking at, hold on, I'm just gonna, there we go. So I've got my little, my little face is in the way. I'm wondering, <laughs> I don't know how to shrink my face. Anyway, um, anyway, so we're going to look at what your hormones are, how, the, how they work, why you might be struggling, and then obviously what the practical things that you can do to really help with that. So if you have any questions, then let me know. I feel like this is now too far out. You might be able to see it. Okay. So also just to let you know, if you want more support, you want to run some labs, you've been struggling with your hormones, you've been struggling with your gut health, you've been struggling with your energy for years, you eat pretty healthy, you have an all right-ish, not perfect lifestyle, you already know a lot about your health, that you're struggling with your symptoms, I want to invite you to come work with me. I'm taking on new clients right now in my Well Woman Accelerator program, which is a private bespoke program just for you where we really look at... Um, how we can fix your hormones, your gut health, your belly, and your energy in 12 weeks. So it's called the accelerator because if you want accelerated progress, but with more ease, ease and simplicity, feeling supported, knowing that you're not just going to self-sabotage and screw it all up because you've got that support. If you are looking for that, if you're looking to enter the summer and be like, oh my goodness, 80, 90% of my symptoms have basically gone. I feel totally different. Come and join me in the Well Woman Accelerator. Come and work with me. If you are slightly interested, maybe interested, not sure, feeling scared, really want to, but also feeling all the resistance, not sure about the finances, feels uncertain, you've tried this before, you've worked with a nutritionist before, you've worked with a personal trainer, you've worked with a naturopath before, you've taken supplements, you've tried working with a herbalist, you've done all these things, and you're like, I'm not sure it works, best thing to do is for to us to have a chat. Working with me is where we have a completely personalized and bespoke approach to your body. So the best place to start and find out if that's going to work with you is by the two of us having a chat. This masterclass is general information that at least 50 people are going to watch, if not more. So this is really, um, if you want to know more, if you're interested in what your personalized program might look like, what labs might help, what your root causes are, what we would actually do over those 12 weeks to fix your hormones, then get started by booking your clarity call. That's at keziahall.com forward slash book. And you can just book in 
there. I will put that in the chat actually. So if in doubt, book in your clarity call now. I know you might get distracted. I know you might even, it might even feel like a really big leap just to book a free clarity call. And these are free. They don't commit you to anything. They're not like hardcore pressure sales calls. Um, these are just conversations because this is a totally bespoke program and totally personalized to you. So we really want to see, get that started in the conversation. And if you book your clarity call by today, so by the end of the 14th of March, you can also access over 1500 um, pounds worth of extra bonuses just by booking a call. It doesn't commit you to anything. So you literally have nothing to lose. It's just to incentivize you to book that call because I know you working on your health you going for it, you fixing your hormones and energy probably sounds really good on the surface. You're like, yeah, of course I want that. But when it comes down to taking the action, it probably feels really hard, really scary. Like there's a lot of resistance, that there's a lot of things getting in the way of that. That's totally normal. Because what you're saying is if you want to fix your hormones, for example, you're saying, Kezia, I want to create massive change in my life and in my body. And the brain finds change scary. And working with me does require an investment as well as it should, because your body is your home, it's your temple, for it's the foundation of your entire life. But the brain, because women's bodies haven't mattered, haven't cared, we haven't had rights, we haven't had even just, even now, you know, if you go to the doctor with hormone issues, literally options are the pill or hysterectomy. Why? Because we don't research, we don't fund women's health issues, because, and the underlying message is your body doesn't matter. So the idea of even spending money on your body, even though you spend money on holidays abroad, even though you spend money on a car, even though you spend money on a kitchen renovation, even though you spend money on fill in the blank, a new laptop, all of those items probably feel way less stressful to spend money on, right? Even if it's more money, you probably spent way more money on a car than in my Well Woman Accelerator program. And that's totally fine because our brains are so, we've been trained in that spending money on a car or spending money on a holiday in the Canary Islands is really well worth it and is totally safe to do. And that's great. But when it comes to your body, your health, your foundation of your life, the temple upon which you live, the brain, we have been conditioned that it is not safe to spend money on your body. Why? Because your body doesn't matter. You don't matter. How you feel doesn't matter. Your How you feel in the day-to-day -day life isn't consequential. It's not worth investing in. That's the soup, the culture, the context that we exist in. And it's really important to acknowledge that because then you can A, have more compassion on yourself. Because even booking a free call, if you book a free clarity call, literally commits you to nothing. It's totally free. It's going to be a half an hour chat conversation with me where you will gain more clarity. There's literally nothing to lose apart from maybe 30 minutes of your time. But I guarantee that this will be an enjoyable and helpful call for you. Even that, there's probably lots of resistance because it's even that as you're saying, I'm investing my time in me. I'm even just opening up to the possibility that I matter so much that I'm going to do this. I'm even opening myself up to the, uh, the possibility that I'm going to figure out a way to make this happen because my body matters. I know that in working with me, like you're not going to have no one who comes to work with me just has like four grand sitting around, not, you know, just doing nothing, just sitting there in cash. No, they have to figure it out and get creative and problem solve. And they always do. And they're always nervous and they're always scared. But they realize that this matters that and this, that this is their time. So I just want to remind you, this is your time. 
You can fix your hormones. You can fix your gut health and your belly and your energy. It is your time. And if it's just not, doesn't make any mathematical sense to work with me based on your own cash flow, that's why this group is here. That's why these masterclasses here. That's why the Well Woman Foundation's here. That's why the podcast is here. But I know some of you have been struggling for years and you're just putting off getting help because it feels uncomfortable. It is going to feel uncomfortable because what you want is change. Change feels uncomfortable to the brain. And that's really normal. So book your call, keziehall.com forward slash book. So I would love to know what hormonal symptoms are you struggling with the most right now? I'd love to know what they are. And hopefully in this masterclass, you will learn in the next half an hour, you will learn some of the practical tips. So let me know in the comments and I will come back. And if you don't know much about me, you probably do by now, but I'm Kezia Hall. I'm a holistic nutritionist. I trained in nutritional science and practice in my postgraduate degree at Middlesex University. I'm a member of the British Association of Nutritional and Lifestyle Medicine and also a member of the Functional Medicine Institute. Although I wonder if that reminds me, maybe my membership has lapsed and I need to renew it. <laughs> Put that in post it for later. Um, and I really came to this through my own health journey and I've shared a little bit about that. So First of all, before we dive into like how to balance and fix your hormones, we need to you need to be really clear on what the problem is. Like we talked about in the belly class and how to fix your belly, you cannot fix a problem if you do not know what the problem is. You cannot fix a problem if you don't know what the problem is. Okay, really important to remember that. So what are your hormones? What are we focusing on? Hormones are chemical messages. They're created in the body in glands and they send different messages around the body. So your ovaries are a gland, they create hormones. Your thyroid is a gland, it creates hormones. It creates hormones. If you're a man, your testes are a gland, they create hormones. Your adrenals are a gland, they create hormones. You get the idea. And hormones are messages, little messengers going around. Knock, 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 here's a message. And what are the hormones we're focusing on? Because there's so many hormones in the body. We're focusing on what would be like your sex hormones, those to do with your cycle. So estrogen, progesterone, follicle-stimulating hormone, luteinizing hormone, testosterone, and a little bit of DHA and cortisol as well. So, um, hold on, just checking with this. Yes, anxiety, load mood linked with, with progesterone element, HRT, patched throughout cycle. Yeah. Um, it'd also actually be really great to know for those of you watching live or watching on the replay, if you are cycling, if you're perimenopausal, in the midst of the menopause or post-menopause as well, because then maybe I can give you a bit more one-to-one -one support in the comments as well. Because um, obviously, as we talk about, it changes at different times. So let's also define what is healthy and normal, because it's really normal in our society for people to have miserable periods, painful, heavy awful. It's normal for people to be super anxious and depressed before they start bleeding. It's normal for people to have horrendous menopauses. It's normal for women to gain like two to three stone in that perimenopausal time. It's normal to end up with osteopenia or osteoporosis. All of these things are normal. So what is truly healthy and what is truly normal? Now, everybody is different. So these are general parameters. But if you're still bleeding, cycling, you're like me, I'm not perimenopausal. I might head that way in the next couple of years, but I'm 35. I cycle regularly. I am still in my fertile window. My body is still like, let's make some babies. Um, so for me, what's normal is that I'm fertile, that my cycle is regular, and that everything is flowing normally. So, hold on, I feel like someone's knocked 
my window. Hold on one second. Sorry, that was just my wonderful Sharon helping, who's helping me with the kids. Just checking. They're all fine. This one. Um, it was actually about the food shop. Okay, so what's normal? Number one is um, if you're cycling, is that you, there's fertility, that there's a regularity in your cycle, that things aren't painful, they're not overly heavy, there's not flooding. And there's also not like you're struggling with horrible PMS. If you're menopausal, then you're really looking for this more easeful transition. You're still going to be in a more heavy transitional stage, but you're really looking for healthy bones, healthy body composition. And if you're postmenopausal, we're really looking on good sleep, good um, bone health, longevity, energy, these kind of things. So that's a little bit what I'm looking at. So we are designed to ebb and flow. It is a cycle. We are cyclical, whether you're postmenopausal and not actually having a cycle anymore and not ovulating you still have, you're still cyclical being. If you follow, if you're postmenopausal, following the cycle of the moon can be a really helpful mimic of that um, ovulatory cycle, that menstrual cycle that you had. But we are cyclical, but we live in a culture that is primarily based on male hormones. So male, people who are male, born males have a cycle that's 24 hours and it repeats. If you are born female, you will have a cycle that is 28 days, 24 days, 36 days, 32 days. So it's a much longer cycle. So that's a little bit about what we are talking about. Now, how does this all work? Because again, if you want to fix your hormones, you actually need to know what is going on. And I didn't know this stuff, in all honesty, until like, I was like late 20s, really. So this is stuff I didn't really feel like I got taught growing up. I didn't really know about my cycle. And so there's four phases of your cycle. And there's lots of hormones involved. Or another way of thinking about it is there's four seasons to your cycle. There is winter, spring, summer, and autumn. So winter is when you're bleeding. It's when you are shedding that uterine lining. So that's this kind of first stage here. The first, your cycle starts on the day you start bleeding. And that's winter. You're shedding that uterine lining. Then we move into spring, which is this follicular phase. And this is probably where you start to get a bit more energy. Your estrogen starts to rise. Your progesterone gently rises. Your temperature, well, actually your temperature doesn't rise, but anyway, there's a bunch of stuff going on. You'll get a luteinizing hormone spike. Your follicular stimulating hormone is going because you're preparing for ovulation. Then spring is that ovulation time because you've got your most energy and everything. You know, you're getting ready to make a new life. The essence of spring, oh no, not spring, summer, sorry. New life is all around ovulation. So bleeding, winter, follicular phase, spring. Things are getting ready for new life. That egg is getting ready, getting ready for ovulation. Then you have ovulation, which is summer, high energy, ready to go. And then you have autumn, which is that PMS time. If you think about the trees, letting go of leaves, releasing, things dying, that's a a symbolic or metaphorical use of it. And here on the slide itself, you're looking at what's actually happening with your hormones. You get a spike in your hormones around ovulation, then things drop. And as you can see here in that luteal phase, you should be getting a nice progesterone um, curve going on and a little bit of estrogen. And this is, if that curve isn't happening, if you're not getting adequate progesterone, which can happen as you're entering in menopause. Obviously this looks different in menopause, 
because your cycle might be longer. If you're currently in menopause, your estrogen might um, not be spiking as high. Your progesterone will probably be lowering. Generally in menopause, hormones lower, hormone production lowers, and that can cause a lot of problems. So that's a little bit of what is going on. Here's another kind of visual way of doing it. So you have your period, day one, beginning of your cycle. Then you have your follicular phase, which is getting ready for ovulation. Then you have ovulation. And then you have your luteal phase, which is that time, which is when most people, it's very common to have a lot of anxiety, low energy, sore boobs, um, these kind of things. Again, very normal, very common, but it's not actually necessary <laughs> if you get to know your cycle. So the first thing, action. If you are cycling, even if you're in that menopause time where your cycle is really erratic, do you know where you are in your cycle? Because you might not. Do you know, where, are you on day 10? Are you on day 48? Because maybe you're in that menopause and your cycle is stretching out. Where are you in that cycle? Really, really important that you actually can understand where it is that you are. Okay, so why might you be struggling? Your environment plays a role, so toxins, your diet, what you actually eat, but also under eating and diet, dieting, dieting culture can really muck up your hormones. Um, why are you struggling? You need to do some detoxing, like supporting your liver pathways. There might be nutrient depletions, there might be genetic components. Gut health plays a huge role in hormonal health. There might be inflammation. And also you might have actually been like, you know what, Kezia, my hormones were fine until I hit menopause. And because you've suddenly entered this transition, this time where things are a lot more out of balance and in flux, then it can also be a trigger for that as well. So the main things that I see in my practice, and I've been working now with people for around hormones for like six or seven years, is that there's a diagnosed imbalance. So you've been told, no, you are in the menopause, you are entering menopause, and you probably will know that from blood test results that your GP will do. So if you're wondering if you're heading into the menopause, head to your GP, and then we'll do some simple blood tests and let you know where you're roughly at. But you might be cycling and you might have something like PCOS, or you might be struggling with infertility, and you have an idea of what is going on. Although unexplained infertility is massively on the rise. Most people are not sure of why. Um, they can't conceive, and I would put that down to our lack of preconception care in our culture. Just that people come off the pill and just immediately expect to get pregnant without really ever preparing for it. Other things that happen is estrogen dominance. So this might look like heavy periods, flooding, lots of clots, lots of pain, um, and inflammation and low libido. So that this is either because you've got too much estrogen going on because we have so many endocrine hormone disrupting things in our environment, or because your body's making too much estrogen, and or because your body's very poor at releasing, metabolizing, and letting go of the estrogen. Other things I see all the time is low progesterone. This is really, it, this will manifest most when you know you're due to start your period um, within 7 to 10, 14 days, and that might look like sore boobs, insomnia, extreme anxiety, low mood, anger, lots of spotting, maybe you have a history of miscarriage, maybe you have a short cycle, or you might have an androgenic profile. So this might be, um, you might not have been diagnosed with PCOS or PCOS, but you might have acne, you might have a lot of excessive hair growth on your face or on your belly or on your back. You might have longer periods, you might you know you have PCOS, you might have irregular periods, or maybe you're perimenopausal. This can start any time from 37, not, that's not a dead set time for everybody, everybody is different. 
And this is can be when you start to see those fluctuations, when women often classically start to gain weight, start to maybe get more anxious, those kind of things. So those are what can happen. So where do you think you fall in that? Let me know in the comments. So someone is just saying they had HRT prescribed to help with perimenopausal symptoms. Um, yeah, and that has helped with some of the things, but yeah, it's caused mood issues. Yeah. Um, cause HRT, depending on where you're at, all of those things, um, might help support your quality of life. But for most people, well, actually I do know some people where it was a total game changer and other people start taking it and they're like, oh, didn't really see any difference. Um, cause I've had a mixture of clients who come to me and they're already on HRT or other people who don't want to take it and whatever you're choosing to do, there's still loads you can do. So where do you fall? What do you think, based on the symptoms, based on what I said, what do you think could be going on with your hormones? Let me know. And if you're not sure, there's several ways to find out. You can track and notice patterns. So track your cycle, know where you are in your cycle. Go to your GP. And um, if you're wondering if you're perimenopausal or in the menopause itself or postmenopausal, you can do blood tests and chat it through then. That can be really helpful. Also, that's also where you might check in with your thyroid, your vitamin D levels, your iron levels, all of these kind of things. So if you have really heavy periods and you're feeling really tired, you definitely need to make sure you check in with your iron. Um, or come and work with me. This is what I do in my Wellman Accelerator and what I do with my clients. We run labs, we figure things out, we track, we notice, we gather data and we figure out your personalized plan. So you can do that Kezia Hall forward slash book or you can just find out more about working with me at Kezia Hall forward slash accelerator. Um, and I've updated the page actually because I didn't realize there was some errors on it. So if you have looked at it, I highly recommend you go and look at it again. Okay, so like I talked about in the Belly Masterclass, there's a 60-40 principle. So 40% of you will be able to apply the Well Woman Foundations and this will help balance your hormones. Maybe 60% of you, if you've been struggling for a really long time or you have complicated stuff going on or... Um, have just actually maybe maybe you'll have implemented all the stuff I'm about to share in terms of practical actions and you're like I've done all that because yeah I've still not made any progress then you probably need more detective work and more personalized support obviously what I share here and on the podcast is really useful and really applicable and evidence-based but it's general support whereas what you you need that's why my clients do see incredible results and why within 12 weeks you can see a massive reduction or disappearance of your symptoms is because this when you work with me it's based on you whereas with this stuff you've got to you kind of got to go with more general principles now the three foundations I'm going to share with you for a lot of you will be enough actually that can make a be a big enough difference and for the for others of you it might not. So just to be clear on expectations, you might be like, why is nothing helping? And it might be because you need to gather more data. You need to do more detective work. You need to run some labs, especially if you've, if your hormones have been out of balance, like for as long as you can remember, or maybe you've just been on the pill for like 15 years in your life. And then you came off the pill and maybe you had kids and then your periods have never really gotten back. And you're maybe worried about entering the menopause. Like if it's if you've been struggling for a long time, then there's probably bigger roots that need to be addressed. So here are some different tests that you can run um, around hormones. This is some of that you can obviously run them with. Um, you can run like your are you in menopause or you post menopause? Like simple blood tests with the doctor, and you can do blood tests uh, for hormones as well. I'll sometimes do that, and then this is something called the Dutch test. I don't run with every client, but in the right situation, it can be really helpful because you can find out what's going on with your androgen hormones, what's going on with progesterone, all these kind of things. And it can really help you to see results with more speed and ease. 
also looks at cortisol. So you can see with this particular client, their cortisol was like, woo, was actually in the right pattern, which is good, but they were stressed. <laughs> and their estrogen, look, see this, this estradiol, their estrogen dial was, woo, so there's estrogen dominance going on here. Their progesterone is really low. Look, so you can see this client's estrogen is sky high. Their progesterone is super low. And um, their androgens are a, a little bit on the higher side. They're still within range, but, and this client obviously had a lot of symptoms. <laughs> no surprises there because things were out of balance. Um, and then also her cortisol was a little bit erratic as well. So this, when you just know, it can be really, really helpful. Um, so I'm going to take a drink. hope this is helping. Mm. Yeah, a mix between, and it's actually worth saying, that's a good point. Um, I can't actually see your name for some reason. It's not letting me see everybody's. Oh, it's Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Jill. Sorry, it's just not showing me my names. Um, so Rebecca is saying, let's go back to it. So these, yes, it's a good point. Thank you, Rebecca. You can have lots of these going on. So you could have low progesterone, just like those test results, low progesterone and estrogen dominance and be androgenic and be perimenopausal. <laughs> you could like have the whole like bingo going on, um, which is, is an idea. So um, I wonder why it's not showing me. There we go. Um, so you can have various things happening at the same time. So you really want to, well, actually no, we've got 15 minutes left because I'm gonna try and keep this to 45 minutes. So you, let's look at what will actually help. Um, so some of these things, if you've been in my world a few times, you might, I might be repeating stuff I've already told you. If that's the case, really ask, have I implemented this? If you have completely implemented all of these steps I'm gonna talk about, you can always let me know in the group and we could look at like, what are some of the next steps for you or even in the comments here. But also I recommend you book a clarity call if you're able to or thinking or wanting or hoping or wondering or really want to, but met with lots of resistance about working with me, then this is when it could be really helpful because you might then be that 60% where we just actually need more data. Like what is, like, what is actually going on with your hormones? So the first thing that you can do is deal with your insulin. So insulin is a hormone. It's not a sex hormone, but it's a hormone made by a pancreas. Again, a gland, because glands make hormones. But it's not a sex hormone. It's to do with sugar, which you probably know about. And you probably think about it more with diabetes than you would do like your cycle. And so, but insulin actually plays a really important role in your hormones, which most people don't realize. So insulin, if you're eating a lot of sugar, a lot of carbs, and you have insulin resistance then what you can have is, that means is you can get elevated levels of insulin in the blood. What that will signal then, because again, hormones are messengers, they signal things. It will signal to your body to decrease sex hormone binding globulin, which is produced by the liver. It will um, disorder the release of your luteinizing hormone, your follicular stimulating hormone, and it can increase androgen production. It can increase that testosterone production. So we most commonly see this within PCOS. So this is why if you have PCOS, you might be prescribed things like, um, oh, not melatonin. 
Metformin, there we go, because that can help with insulin resistance. But just, you know, need to have PCOS for this to support you. This can really, really help if there's estrogen dominance, if there's testosterone issues, androgen issues. It really helps to, because insulin resistance, if your insulin is out of whack, you will, is, you'll be creating inflammation. It's an unnecessary source of inflammation that you can quite easily squash just by your daily food choices. So you can take a whole stressful load off your plate, as it were, quite easily. So if you have this insulin resistance and you have lots of insulin hanging around in the blood, that's going to signal this excess testosterone. It's going to disorder your luteinizing, your follicle-stimulating hormone. It's going to decrease your sex hormone-binding globulin. So you've got more of these sex hormones floating around in the blood, not being bound correctly so that it can go and be used. And this specifically is looking at a PCOS, but this will also... And this will also play a role in people without PCOS as well. So it really is, oh, I went the wrong way. And this really matters. So with menopause, it can really affect your hot flushes, your insomnia, a lot of your other symptoms. If you're postmenopausal, it can really impact your weight gain, your sleep quality and your energy. If you're still cycling, this is going to play a huge role to your um, androgen hormones. And if you have enough or too much estrogen, help with your inflammation levels, balance your energy, support your mental health, help with your sugar cravings, support your brain function, so many things, so many things. So what do you do about this? Well, that's why one of the Well Woman Foundations is eating more protein. So, so this may sound repetitive, but so much of what you can do is actually just applying some of the Well Woman Foundations. And if you have applied all of these the Well Woman Foundations and you're not really seeing any changes, then do let me know. Book in a clarity call, Actually, booking a clerical reverse thing with that and we can figure out what's going on. Get that personalized support. So eating protein really helps with insulin management, which is why it's one of the foundations. Protein with every meal. Protein with every meal. Really think about it. Very simple. Protein with every meal. If you haven't downloaded your Well Woman Foundations PDF, go to the Files tab at the top of this group and you can download it there. The next thing is to enjoy some healthy whole food fats with each meal. So these might be things like olive oil or cooking with a little bit of coconut oil or um, maybe some homemade kefir if you can tolerate dairy or a small portion of cheese, something like that. Just not huge amounts, especially if you're looking for around body composition, but this could be seeds, it could be nuts, these kind of things. Or even if you're eating like fish, eggs or meat, you're probably getting protein and fat in the same meal. This You probably need to intentionally add fat if you're eating a more vegetarian meal, for example. So if you're having lentils as your protein, there's not really any fat with that. So you might want to like do like an olive oil dressing. Whereas if you're having eggs, you're already getting protein and you're already getting fat. So it's probably more something to be mindful of if you're more vegetarian or having a more plant-based meal. Prioritize protein at breakfast. Avoid snacking in the evening can really help with insulin management. And if you're eating three proper meals a day with protein and fiber in them and you're eating good quality amounts and you're eating enough, you're not trying to eat less because that's better because eating less is not better, FYI, it will cause you so many problems, then you shouldn't really be hungry at eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. You're really aiming to eat your three meals. Maybe you need a snack. Maybe you need a cup, like two snacks, but really aim to be finished eating by like seven o'clock. That's you finished eating for the day or depending on your work schedule, but making sure you have at least 12 hours of no eating. So you finish eating at eight, you have lunch, dinner at half seven, and then maybe you have breakfast at half seven that next morning. That's 12 hours of not eating. So this 
is probably something you're doing naturally. And if you already do that, you can always increase that slightly, especially if you're postmenopausal. If you're postmenopausal, you could really extend the fast to more like 16 hours. If you're still cycling like me, then you probably want to keep it to like 12 or 13 hours max, especially if you're quite stressed. Don't dive in. Don't just not eat for 18 hours. It's probably going to be too stressful and cause more hormonal issues than benefits. So, but everybody can, it helps everybody if we just don't eat for like 12 hours overnight. It just gives your digestion rest and helps with your insulin management. So I just want to give a case story. So this is Emma who came to me. She, she had known liver issues um, and really painful, awful periods. Um, a lot of bloating, but the main problem was the periods. They were painful, they were sore, they were long. They kind of interrupted her life as, and her job because she just, you know, working, taking care of kids um, and the loss of blood meant she was constantly tired and constantly anemic and it was just very depressing. Um, so we ran some gut tests, we ran a hormone power and we made some changes so that when eight weeks her pain and periods had really reduced. Why was that? Because we really got to the root cause with her. And for her, it was mainly gut issues and elimination issues, which we'll talk about. So yes, we know she had liver issues because they were, it was a, a pre-existing condition. Um, so there was, for her, actually, it was primarily about, if she wasn't producing a ridiculous estrogen or ridiculous amount of androgens, she wasn't eliminating correctly. And, and it says here, you know, within, you know, her 10 day period went down to like a five or six one and she didn't have to have her surgery that she was told she needed to have and all these kind of things. You can read it at the top. So that takes us to our next foundation is production and elimination, which I call detox. So it's really supporting your detox pathways. Hormone balance is about what you produce. Yes. What do you produce in your ovaries? What does your brain tell your ovaries to produce? But also about what you do with what you make. And elimination is really important. This plays a huge role and it never gets talked about when it comes to hormonal balance. So your liver is really um, where thing it gets, the liver gets things ready to be eliminated. And once it's ready, we'll poop or we'll pee it out or we'll sweat it out. Or you could even argue we breathe out like your carbon monoxide is a part of our detox pathway. We're doing it 24 seven, but if you're struggling with hormone balance, if you're having an awful menopause, perimenopause, you probably need to do some more detox with to help with that elimination. So what are some of the first steps? Now there's lots of stuff that I go through with my clients, depending on what we think is going on with their detox pathways. But some of the first things, again, are some of the well-woman foundations. So it's being hydrated, because notice, pee, poo, poop, breath, sweat. What are they all? Water-based. They are water-based things. If you are not hydrated and you don't want to overhydrate, which is why in the Wellman Foundations booklet that is yours for free, I also talk about minerals, making sure you're getting the right minerals in. It's not just about drinking 12 glasses of water a day or like five liters. It's making sure you're also getting the magnesium, the sodium, the um, potassium, the electrolyte support, the mineral support as well in there, which I do a lot with clients. Money to make sure your pooping is really good. So gut health is key for hormone balance, just like with Emma's story. When we tested her hormones, her hormones weren't excessive. She wasn't like that test results I showed you at the start. She didn't have really high estrogen. She didn't have really low progesterone. Her hormone balance actually looked quite good. Her problem was her gut health was and her her gut was out of whack. Her elimination pathways were struggling. So pooping. If you want to help your hormones two healthy poops every day. 
And if you're bloated, if you have gas, if you have any sort of digestive issues, that will be playing a role in your gut health, 100%. Even, and even if you don't have gut issues, I would, if you were my client and we were working one-to-one, I would still work on your gut health if you were having hormonal issues, if that makes sense. Because again, like we talked about last week, it's just really foundational. Your gut health affects everything. Your mental health, your hormonal health, your mental clarity, your performance, your sleep, your skin, everything, your energy, everything. Also, there's liver-supporting foods. These things like vegetables, low-sugar fruits, lemon, lime, ginger, garlic, beetroot, green, leafy things, broccoli sprouts. I always get my clients to take broccoli sprouts. Such an easy thing you can do. You can go and Google that. You can grow them yourself. They're great things to add. And you also want to think about what toxins can you not keep exposing yourself to. So the most common toxins we expose ourselves to are things like smoking, alcohol, the products in our skincare. So all those phthalates, SLSs, all of this stuff, the cleaning products we use, all that bleach, all of those antibacterial stuff can be really um, endocrine disrupting. You might be on medications that if they are unnecessary, often a lot of the side effects of medications can just add that burden onto the liver. And so if you need to do a medication review, go to your pharmacist, go to your doctor, just check, do I still need to be on this? Because any medications um, do just give the liver another job to do. And if you're And that's totally fine if you're getting the benefits of it. But sometimes we can, I've chatted to lots of clients, I've been taking this medication for like six years and I don't know why. (laughs) And it's not helping them anymore. And it actually can be contributing to their problems. So do always chat that through with your doctor and pharmacist. So even things like sugar can stress the liver out a little bit. So you really want to look at how can I help my body mobilize the detox pathways? And also where can I make my body's life easier and not keep exposing myself to more and more toxins? Oh, okay. So there was some extra ones we don't have time for, but big thing is gut health. So you really want to be pooping several times a day. Your poop makes a big difference, really, really does. So if you have all hormonal issues, you want to improve your gut health. Next thing is calm. The brain, so we talked about the hor- the glands making hormones, but the brain is what f- is fundamentally behind your hormones. Your ovaries make estrogen, for example, but the only reason your ovaries make estrogen is because the brain tells it to. So you need to support your brain so that you send the right messages to your glands in terms of production. So this, we've talked about the elimination part and the detoxing. This is actually really about helping with your production. Hormonal health isn't about eating, just eating perfectly. It's about you, your body feeling and your brain feeling safe, safe enough to potentially bring a baby into the world, even if you're in the middle of menopause. So that's why, again, another one of the well known foundations is breath work. It's creating moments of calm. It's meditation. So you might have stress about lots of things. There might be mold in your home, food intolerances, medications, gut issues, work deadlines, relationship issues, money issues, worry, like all these things that will all impact your brain and your biochemistry. So you have to train your mind to calm down. You have to train your mind to calm down and treat the practices that we talked about, these well-woman foundations, like a prescription, breathing, meditation, being in nature, quality sleep, as well as these longer restful periods like longer yoga nidras, massages, hot baths with Epsom salts, really prioritizing those moments of calm will help your brain to signal correct messages to the glands in terms of helping with um, production. If you're body is really stressed. Also, you'll probably have more cortisol going through your body. Elevated cortisol is going to elevate your insulin. Elevated insulin is going to impact your testosterone and estrogen. So a lot of this stuff really does start at the brain. 
So what are your actions is implementing the Wellwoman Foundation. So I'd love to know, um, you've maybe already been working through the Wellwoman Foundation. So what's the next thing you're going to focus on? What is the next thing that we've talked about here that you could just gently put your focus on for the next week or so? What, maybe it's adding in more protein, maybe it's water, maybe it's an Epsom salt bath, where maybe it's daily meditation. I even give you a six minute meditation that could really help. What could you do out of what we've talked about to help your hormones? I'd love to know in the comments and then I can help keep you accountable and help you in any way that I can. And if you need more support, book your clarity call to get that personalized support. So if you wanna book that in, and we can chat it through. Having a one-to-one -one conversation just means you'll get a bit more help. And we can also talk about um, what it would look like for you to for us to work together, what your plan of action might be, what your lab tests might be, all of those kind of things. Because you can totally do this solo and just keep on going, or you can come and work with me. Those are really your options. So it's worth thinking about what do you really need to see changes and what do you really want? What's a priority for you right now? Um and I'll just leave the last slide here with um, just a little bit more about working with me. Love it. So hydrating and de-stressing with a walk away from the kids. I love that, Rebecca. Yes, I have three tiny children. And so I really have to prioritize this calm piece because there is nothing calm about hanging out with my like three kids who scream and tantrum and they're literally designed to set my nervous system. So that's where breath work comes in short walks, um, listening to certain music, doing a meditation before bed, putting the kids to bed and making sure I have a half an hour bath just to unwind, making sure in the day, where, where have I got a moment of calm today? Sorry, I'm repeating myself here. I'm just aware some people left some questions as well. So I just want to see where we're at because we could probably do five minutes of questions as well. Um, let's just see where we're at. So if you do have any questions, do feel free to put them in live. If you're watching this on the replay, you can still write in your questions and I can give you a written response or I'll record a little video. Um, so, but I did have a lot of questions come in. Um, how can you resurrect your hormones once they've gone out of balance? So some of that is these foundations start here. And then if you're struggling, if these things, if you're like, Kezia, I, I actually genuinely do all of these foundations, then that's probably maybe when you need to get a bit more lab data and to do a bit more detective work. Um, a lot of people have been asking, like they've been started HRT, but they're still struggling with some symptoms. HRT for uh, some women really helps, um, but for a lot of women, it doesn't actually get to the root of the cause, if that makes sense. And I'm not saying that means it's useless or you shouldn't take it, not at all. But it's not a one trick. It's not a miracle thing for a lot of people. For some women it is, and I'm sure you've read about that in forums and in blogs. And that's great if that's you. Yes, because the, the whole goal of this is that you feel better. But for a lot of people, it is that uh, supplemental hormones, you could say HRT, you're adding in hormones where your hormones are maybe decreasing. But if your if your root cause, like we've talked about, isn't isn't just because of a hormone production, it might be to do with elimination, gut health, detox, your brain. If you so then adding in supplemental hormones might help a little bit, but it's not it's not actually dealing with those other problems. Does that make sense? Because it's not all your hormonal issues are not just about how much or how little hormones you're making in your ovaries or in your glands. 
It's really about what you make and also how you eliminate them and how much inflammation is going on in your body and what is going on in your brain. So HRT might help with like 20% of the symptoms, but it's probably unrealistic to expect that to really help with everything because chances are all of your hormonal issues are not just because of um, a production issue, if that makes sense. Because I did have a lot of questions like I've taken HRT, but it's not really like it's not really helping. So do number one, make sure um, you're aware of what your expectations are with HRT. And also, again, you can't fix a problem if you don't know what the problem is. And doing HRT, that almost is a bit of an experiment in itself, because you're like, well, this maybe hasn't helped, or it has helped 50%. Okay, so I know maybe 50% of the problem is maybe around production issues, for example, and taking this synthetic progesterone has actually helped. Okay, cool. But it's not, it's not the whole problem going on. So all of this is all kind of like just cool data <laughs> at the end of the day. So um, let me know what you want to focus on at the end of this. Book in your clarity call. I'll be getting started with new clients at the end of this month. So we'll work with each other in April, May, and June. And the plan is if enough people sign up, so this is a little bit TBC, but plan is to do a retreat as well in June if enough people sign up. And we can do yoga in the Scottish countryside, which would be so lovely. Um, so, and if you're wondering about that, best thing is just to book your call. Or if you just need a bit more one-to-one, like you're not quite sure, like you've listened to this and you're like, I don't know. I feel like I do these things. I don't know. I don't know. This feels complicated. I don't know. Um, yeah, someone's wearing the head of parathyroid, uh, adenoma last year. Oh, like then book your clarity call because it's, that will help you have clarity and know what your next steps are. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been very fun. I hope this has been helpful. I know this is like a quick whistle-stop tour of like how to fix your hormones. Um, and, and But I know, I hope this has been really helpful. So let me know how you get on. This replay is only going to be available for a short amount of time, although I should probably tell you that stuff. See if you've, you've watched it now. Anyway, I'm going to go. Okay, sending you lots of love. Thank you for being here, and I look forward to chatting to you soon. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you haven't left a review, please head to iTunes and leave a review and share this with one of your friends. The more people that hear about this, the more and more women that can grow and become as healthy as they can be. And if you want to get some support, accountability, access to the extra masterclasses, and just really feel like you're getting coaching from me over the next couple of weeks, make sure you join me in the Well Woman Coaching Community. You can join at keziahall.com forward slash free group. So that's keziahall.com forward slash free group all one word, all together. And I would love to see you in that group, get to know you, give you some help, encourage you, help hold you accountable, because I know that you get to feel good and you deserve to feel good. And when you get well, when you heal, when you get energized, when you become the most radiant and confident and energized energized version of you, everybody benefits. Okay. So come and join me in the group. Otherwise, sending you so much love. Bye.